hello. Good morning, Hello. Nora. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I am so excited about today because we have a local visionary, if you will, yes, joining us. Yes, we do. Tell us a little bit more. So her name is Jamie Stube, and she is president and CEO of the Jupiter Lighthouse, which is in the north end of Palm Beach County. Mm -hmm. It happens to be a historic landmark lighthouse from 1860. And I'm um, super excited to talk to, about, talk to her yep. about her journey from becoming a volunteer to president and CEO. So cool. Hello, hello! Oh my gosh, what a treat we have today. Jamie mm -hmm. Stuve is here, but we're gonna let her give you the history of her name as well because that's an awesome story there too. <laughs> well, first well, off, let's just tell, let's tell everybody that Jamie is from the Jupiter Lighthouse, which is in the northern part of Palm Beach County in Florida. And it is a historic landmark from 1860. She probably has more of the details than I do. But she has an amazing story to share, not, not only about her name, <laughs> but about her journey from when she started as a volunteer in 2001, and then a year later becomes CEO and president of the Lighthouse. So welcome, Jamie. Thank you. It's great fun to be here. Yeah. Yes. So start with your, your name. Yes. Well, it's not really mine. <laughs> it's an ex-husband's name, <laughs> a good friend. Uh, and it's a Nor Norwegian name. And um, so in, we were talking about it, Stuve in, 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 in Norway and Stuve in the States. Okay. Um, and so we have some Stuves running around mm -hmm. in the world, some other offspring. <laughs> love it. I love it. I yeah. Mean, so it's not, Nor not Norwegian, but I mean, that's, that is, I mean, I feel sometimes um, unique at Norwegian. Yeah, it but. is. It is. And um, it's sort of part of my journey because mm -hmm. when we got divorced, I decided I needed to do something different in my life. And I signed up as a volunteer at the Loxatchee River Historical Society, um, which is what I really am the CEO of. And uh, I came in, I said I wanted to volunteer for the Lighthouse. And they looked at me and they said, no, we need you at the museum and the Du Bois Pioneer Home. I was so disappointed. I wanted to volunteer at this Lighthouse. But I said, OK. And so in volunteering at uh, the museum, I always have a lot of ideas about how people could do things better. Mm. <laughs> As my daughter says, you're not doing that right. And uh, <laughs> so I kept giving suggestions. And uh, very quickly, the, a curator left, and I, I had the education for that. So I stepped in as curator. Then the director left, and I stepped in as director. This was all acting. Then they decided I should be executive director and then within a year I was and all that happened within, within a year wow yeah so I read something in the book here it's the uh, 5,000 years on the Loxahatchee which I didn't really realize that there's 5,000 years of history probably right more Jupiter Inlet probably more yeah yeah and this book is dedicated to you um, so, and I think that well it's yeah. in the it's in the I book know, I know it's I know. in the book <laughs> And Nobody else noticed. Well, <laughs> I did. And, you know, I feel like <laughs> you, you have been super instrumental in preserving 
a lot of the history, making the history known, opening it up to the community, pulling the community in with all the events you're celebrating. Is it 50 years? 50 years, yeah, 50 years. Mm -hmm. uh, just reached that milestone. As an organization, as a nonprofit registered in the state of Florida, started a few years earlier with some amazing men and women, mostly women. Um, but yes, there's so much more here than meets the eye. And I came here from Key West, mm. which I thought was the coolest historic yeah. place in the world, yeah. right? Uh, it, it is a very cool place, <laughs> was then. And um, so I didn't think there was much history. I didn't pay that much attention. Mm. Um, volunteered at my uh, daughter's school and learned more about local history. And it was just like I was hit by lightning. The fun part is, um, I, the sto first story I read was about the Carlins, Captain Carlin oh. and Mary Carlin. Captain Carlin ran the life-saving station. She ran the Carlin Hotel. Um, and I now live um, where that property was. Oh my wow. goodness. Yeah, this, so it was kind of a nice, wow. oh, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. But anyway, um, wow. yeah. So, so has history just always been a passion and you, you were just drawn to like you know so I, did you I, have a vision like when you walked into that lighthouse and you were a volunteer I did. it's so crazy okay yeah um i drive people crazy with my vision <laughs> but, um that that is uh the from the anthropology thinking culturally thinking in terms of community thinking in terms of how people uh, live their lives together mm -hmm. so certainly that was evident in key west and and I just went into the Caribbean, and I, that my study was cultural anthropology. Okay. So when I came here and then discovered that there was, I started, you know, sort of digging uh, into mm. more and more history. But also, I volunteered at the Du Bois house in mm. Du Bois Park, mm. wow. sitting on a Which mound. Which is right behind us. This is yeah. right, right behind now. us. We mm. can walk over there. The mound, that's not a hill. That's a, a, a constructed mound made by Native Americans thousands of years ago, made out of primarily oyster shells. Oh hmm. So I'm sitting there on yeah. this mound thinking, with a background in anthropology, my God, what was life really like here? For thousands of years, not a couple of decades, yeah. or yeah. ooh, it's 150 years, but thousands of years. And so that started me on my journey of what I call the untold stories. So my first um, efforts were to find out more about the Native Americans, the indigenous people that lived here for so long. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, that was a great journey. The second was other untold stories. Mm -hmm. uh, Black Jupiter, the African-American community, and the amazing history and, and uh, contributions they made to developing mm -hmm. uh, Jupiter, uh, which is an issue all throughout Florida. It's kind of an invisible history. Um, mm -hmm. And so from there, you know, I got the bug and got the vision that mm -hmm. um, it would be great to share this. And a lot of it based on this unique environment here. Mm -hmm. So most people don't know that we're the northernmost outlet of the Everglades. Mm -hmm. So Jupiter Inlet was the northernmost outlet of the, the historic Everglades. Wow. So that meant all of that was connected by dugout canoe. So uh -huh. all of this is the result of the connectivity of the watershed, which has slowly been interrupted by new inlets and cutting things straight. Boats don't mm -hmm. like to do curvy things, mm -hmm. so they make everything straight. And you yeah. know, 
So all of that, and we did a great exhibit at one point, and the people were like, I didn't even know this was a river. They didn't know about the Loxahatchee River. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So those, that kind of combined uh, my passions, and also um, someone came up with the wonderful phrase, history shaped by nature. So that's our motto, mm. is context of ancient peoples, recent history, mm. and how the environment played. How it shaped this how community. It shaped it. I mean, and how, mm -hmm. how the community shaped yeah. the environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's amazing. If, if you haven't been up to the lighthouse where you take you know, That's the, the best I mean, vantage point, view if I may make is, a yelling point. It's <laughs> spectacular. And you're up there and you mm. see the Indian mm. River Lagoon, Loxahatchee River, the inlet, the ocean, yeah. the barrier islands. It's a great perspective mm -hmm. and beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are some of the, like, the fun facts about the lighthouse? Like um, how many people have climbed those stairs? You know, I, I calculated this once for a grant. It was so many millions. Because there's, a, there's 105 steps just in the lighthouse. Yeah. And if you figure up and down, yeah. and you know, in season, we could have as many as 500 people. Mm -hmm. um, so a, uh, day? a lot a, a day. A day. Wow. Okay. So that's our max. And mm -hmm. we're going to probably have to slowly back that up because the lighthouse was made for <laughs> three <laughs> Uh, lighthouse keepers going up a few times a right. day each, yeah. you know. So, but we, you know, we keep we keep an eye on all that, and yeah. we work very hard to preserve that. But lots of people. We, it wasn't until 1994, um, our organization, through working for years with the Coast Guard, because that used to be a Coast Guard housing base. Mm -hmm. and way before that, it was a Coast Guard military base and a Navy military base. And we don't for, don't forget to ask me about the military history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, we got a lease from the Coast Guard to restore the lighthouse and, and start to open it to the public, okay. which was tricky um, mm -hmm. because people lived there. And so we had these very okay. strict constraints and mm -hmm. we could only take 15 people at a time and that sort of thing. It's so, still an active lighthouse though? Is it oh, it is an, an act, good question. Active mm -hmm. aid to navigation. Mm -hmm. So we work with the you know, Coast Guard, they call the ant team, um, but we've become pretty good at taking good care of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's such awesome. a beautiful grounds. I mean, it's just, you know, when you go to other small towns and you go and look at their lighthouses, it's usually just a lighthouse and it's like on a sandy kind of spot where this is, uh, the land is just unbelievable. So, you know, when you walk in and there's mm -hmm. all the lovely foliage and the different outdoor exhibits mm -hmm. and everything, that was an empty field when I started. So mm -hmm. um, that has all been added back and uh, as well as the preservation of uh, mm -hmm. and restoring all the historic um, buildings there and structures So was that there. part of your vision then when you came yeah, it in? was. I walked in so here and like, like, you thought it? We yeah. could really do a little something here. You know, <laughs> this, this place has potential. It's a little zhuzhing. Yeah. Um, so, um, but it was tricky, you know, because yeah. Coast Guard people live there. Right. So mm. dealing with the Coast Guard and then ultimately now the, the great news that most people are just really becoming aware of is that it's the Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse outstanding natural area. So one of the things that we did and that I'm really proud of us um, is that we asked for the people from the Bureau of Land Management to come mm -hmm. and speak to us about how we could protect all of that that you're talking about and okay. then some. Mm. So starting with meeting with our board and bringing in all of the community and all of our representatives, 
we wrote a law and got it through Congress in 13 months wow. to protect 120 acres around that lighthouse. Amazing. 120 acres. Oh, wow. All waterfront. So the, the, you did that? I mean, is that <clears throat> like what the, his, the... You know, we could really do something with this place. Yeah. It okay. was, I mean, it, it was our board. Mm -hmm. It was our collective thinking that we could see the build out. We could see it coming. This was, uh, so it was signed into law in 2008. Mm -hmm. So we started about 2006, 2007, talking okay. about this. Karen Marcus was fantastic. Okay. Karen Golanka was fantastic. Um, our representatives were great. So those both are local senators. politicians, mm -hmm. if you know. You know, yeah. we had mm -hmm. both uh, Martinez and um, Bill Nelson. Where they, we had meetings all the time mm -hmm. uh, at, 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 our, at the lighthouse. Yeah. And so um, it was, everybody just thought it was a great idea. And it really turned out to be. So Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse Outstanding Natural Area, we call it the ONA for short. Um, there's only two others in the country. It's at the level of a national monument okay. considered in the Department of Interior. So our life is very much now sort of as a support organization of the Department of Interior's management of the whole site. But, and we focus on what we call the historic corridor or the cultural corridor okay. um, along, that, along the inlet there were, where the more recent history took place as well as the ancient sacred grounds of the Native Americans from there. So um, it's pretty oh, complex. Yeah. We're the only, out, well, the, the two other outstanding natural areas are two, they have to be lighthouses too. They're in California and in Oregon. Those are sister lighthouses. But we're also part, this is where it gets complex, of um, the national, let me get it right, national conservation lands. So that's like a whole other column under Department of Interior. There's like national parks and there's national conservation lands. Yeah. National conservation lands, there's about 900. They're the best property that the United States owns west. And the other light, than parks. <coughs> the lighthouses. And that, now yeah. we are a part of that and we're the only one mm. east of the Mississippi. Wow. Okay. So we literally put it on the map. Wow. I can show you the map. There's I should so have brought the map. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google that. Yeah. There's so much history. So wow. that because yeah. it had significant American history, mm -hmm. and what it says in that law is that we're here to protect it, not just locally, but for all Americans in now and in the future. Mm. Sort of um, or in perpetuity, I think, is even written into mm -hmm. that law. So it's the heartbeat of Jupiter. Oh, it it's is. the it's a yeah. gorgeous green jewel, mm -hmm. but it also is significant nationally. Yeah. Incredible. So how did you, you know, I mean, you come in as a volunteer, and then right away you're like, boom, you know, well, I'm like, you're we president. Should paint, we should paint. Yeah, we should do this. <laughs> yeah, we, we do need that. A program. And then, yeah, and then you here know. you are. You women, done, women do this. Women yes. do it, right? This is women what they do. do this, yeah. right? You have a vision, and it's like you can't. You, you have to get it out of you, right? You have to go do it. So, what are some of the maybe obstacles that you faced early on, like to get this vision moving? Like, what you know, what kind of wisdom can you share? with other women that may be in that position of like moving something forward because you have this strong vision, right? But I'm sure it wasn't that easy in the beginning. You know, we maybe had to push through some things. Um, I'm, I'm thinking mostly of helpers, mm -hmm. you know, of um, having this vision, talking about it with other people, and then you know, asking for help. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so I, I, one of my favorite stories is 
when we, we first had our museum over in Burt Reynolds Park, mm -hmm. we built the building that is now the River Center. And I went in and somehow the walls were like black or a dark green in there, inside there. <laughs> okay. And with all black and white photos. So I had some friends who needed some work and they came in at night and we took everything off the walls and we painted one wall at a time at night and hung the things back mm. on the walls. And it took a while for people to notice. And, uh, and then, so every, you know, then after a week, the whole museum was painted this beautiful, we call it Jupiter blue. We oh, wanted to match the inlet yeah, color yeah, when the yeah. tide is high. Mm -hmm. And you walked in, it was a completely different place. And they're like, how did yeah. you do this? <laughs> So, you know, that, those kinds of things uh, come to mind that, mm -hmm. um, you know, I got help. Yeah. Uh, the the one thing the that's- grant writing and things of that nature? So like some of the tricky things are, mm -hmm. mm, I'll tell a story. I, I, there was something that happened in a restoration that wasn't perfect, that was, that I brought to other people's attention. And I walked into a room full of men. Mm -hmm. There were probably a dozen of them mm -hmm. and said, there's this problem. And um, they were saying, oh, you're not taking care of that, right? It's your problem. We didn't do anything wrong. Mm. So I went back mm. and I found the person who tests this particular problem for the mm -hmm. United States Capitol. Mm -hmm. I told him the situation. He went to extraordinary lengths to take samples that were necessary mm -hmm. and, and came up with the proof that there was a very big mistake very that was made that mm -hmm. caused this. I got to walk back into that room mm -hmm. and watch everyone scurry for cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you, you just have to think of a different way to come at a problem, mm -hmm. um, but also trust your instincts. I know we were yes. talking about that earlier. Mm -hmm. I knew that wasn't correct and I knew they were seeing me as someone who didn't know anything mm -hmm. um, or know as much as they did, certainly mm -hmm. not as much as they did collectively. Mm -hmm. And every single person in that room happened to be wrong. Mm -hmm. They made an assumption without testing or finding mm -hmm. out the truth of something. So those are some of the things. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, I try not to think about that I'm, yeah. it, it very much, but it's, you know, it's an undercurrent mm -hmm. right. uh, for mm -hmm. sure. But after time, you know, you do accumulate this experience, mm -hmm. and you should always ask those people for, uh, you know, as much um, information as you can get before you move yeah. on. But having mm -hmm. a vision helps. The other thing to mm -hmm. remember is, you may see it and think, so obvious everyone else sees it, mm. yep. but they don't necessarily. Mm -hmm. yep. So you have to find ways to, you know, visuals are very helpful. Yeah. Storytelling is very mm -hmm. helpful. Yeah. Being somewhere, standing there and saying where you're standing. Right. You know, this is where Rebecca Simmons stood and washed the clothes of the keepers. Oh, and wow. her daughter, Ida, my dear friend who mm -hmm. just passed, you know, ran up and down barefoot and learned how to fish from the assistant keepers. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, authenticity mm -hmm. also is key. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sharing a vision. Yeah. Yep. And believing in that vision and standing next to that belief as well, I feel like is very important. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. And um, it's hard to be mindful of that because, mm -hmm. you know, you certainly become a bit obsessed, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. <laughs>
Some obsessions are good. Some though. obsessions are great. <laughs> I think they're great. I, I you know, uh, passions. Let's yes, say. I like yeah, that. That's passion. much better. Yes. I so agree. the other part of the history we talked that there, mm -hmm. you know, is this incredible story of the ancient uh, in inhabitants and recent inhabitants. But the military history, going back to the Coast Guard. So mm -hmm. in World War II, the Navy shared the site with the Coast Guard. The Navy were guarded by a handful of Marines. So we had the Navy, the, the Coast Guard, uh, and the Marines there. Mm -hmm. The Army had been there or earlier. And then later in the 50s, the Air Force came there. So we had wow. five wow. armed services serve on that property uh, since actually the, the late 20s, or in the 30s. So the Coast Guard came in 39. The Navy was doing top secret, amazing technology to track the U-boats that were right outside the Jupiter oh Inlet God. and all along wow. Who knew the eastern this was coast. Right? Yeah. So the building that our museum is in now mm -hmm. um, was the married men's housing quarters from World War II. And those guys drank their coffee, kissed their wives goodbye, and went over to the other building and listened for the German U-boats wow. that were blowing up the t oil tankers heading to Europe. That's Fantastic, insane. right? <laughs> that wow. Who knew? Yeah, that's, seriously. That's so cool. Got to read our book. Five thousand yeah, years right? ago, oh my gosh. Available it, in our gift shop. <laughs> it is so, what is your, what is your next step? What's the next vision for oh, the? Oh, I'm so house? glad you, you asked that. <laughs> I was thinking, how do I weave this in? Um, so, our board and uh, organization are, are are working on some wonderful future plans for facilities that uh, meet the needs of now all the people coming uh, to the site and looking for different kinds of experiences and okay. educational opportunities. So, um, for example, one of the things that's another great part of this story is the, did you notice the picture of the U.S. Weather Bureau station? So we had one of the only buildings that was called a U.S. Weather Bureau station in South Florida. Um, and that was at in the 19, early 1900s. It mm -hmm. was part of NOAA's history. It went on to become uh, the National Hurricane Center in Miami. And we're going to build a restoration, a bit like a complete replica, really. Right, right. We have the original architectural plans. and We'll be recreating the U.S. Weather Bureau station with all their instrumentation and their windmills and and um, this has been approved by mm -hmm. um, the, the um, Department of Interior. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so we're very excited wow. about that as a STEM center to be offered at, at the site. But we also are working our way through the approval system mm -hmm. to build a, a facility that is like a heritage center or a larger, muse a real museum okay. that can have all the space for all the exhibits for all these mm -hmm. eras yeah. and we have so much in our collections that stays in storage there's oh you know, no goodness, place really. to do it yeah. and then there's so much more that we can bring in on loan mm -hmm. if we have the right safe you sure. know temperature controlled right. uh, facility and places for mm -hmm. 120 kids when they come off the bus if yeah. it's raining yeah. um, um, and so we're, we're We've, we've hired consultants, we're working on site plans, and as I said, we have a lot to go okay. through with the government to get all that approved. Mm -hmm. um, but we're looking you know, for a sustainable building and 
you know, and then that would connect everyone to the rest of yeah. the site. What's your target date for that? Um, I really, I, I really don't want to say that yet oh, because okay. we're not in that, okay. not quite in the zone. But it's on the horizon. Very much so. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Get out your checkbooks. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's no great. problem. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no, but we, we just have seen such an explosion yeah. of people wanting to come there. Mm -hmm. And during the pandemic, we made sure we offered all sorts of outdoor experiences. Yeah. You have such a, I, I have to say, I mean, I always tell young families coming here, go to the Lighthouse become a member of the lighthouse thank you the I, I bring you know every year the rendezvous at the light I always try to bring other families with me that haven't experienced it so that they can become a member and you know move it forward the wild and scenic film festival just, oh my god that's I was just telling more that I'm like oh my god you have to bring your two little boys over there because it is amazing it's so grassroots and it has such a small town feel feel to it mm -hmm. but yet the what you're seeing and learning from those films is like at a national geographic it, level. It is a national. Yeah. We are a host uh, site for a for the National Wild and Scenic Film Festival. Mm -hmm. And the reason that it piqued our interest was because the Loxahatchee River is a federally designated wild and scenic river. Oh, well. So there are two in Florida. So that's a whole other kind of protective yeah. wow. status. Yeah. Um, and that's, I'm thinking that's been quite a few decades that mm -hmm. it's been protected like that. So we thought, well, what better place to yeah. show, you know, these films and it's juried films and mm -hmm. it is exciting. Uh, it's in April, I think it's Saturday. And the they night. sell out quick. So yeah. if Oh, they sell out very yeah. quickly, but yeah. th we're going to do both. We're going to live stream. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, oh, cool. so however mm -hmm. people want to come, if they can't make it to the... So if people are listening and they want to get involved, um, they want to become a volunteer, if they want to donate money, what should they do? So a lot is at jupiterlighthouse.org. You can certainly join, become a member, check our calendar. And I'm so glad you mentioned that grassroots, local feel, community feel. Um, we just had our celebration for our 50th anniversary date. And the founder, Ethel Gravitt, spoke. She's uh -huh. very much a part. She's mm -hmm. going to be speaking with you uh, at the, at the, at event. the, at the oh, event. fantastic. So uh, she talked about how, how, that, how it took the community then. There was, like, uh, 50 years ago, there weren't that many people living here, so everybody mm -hmm. knew everybody. But that she immediately turned to all of her friends and asked for help mm -hmm. in creating this organization. And we have always been that. Some, mm -hmm. For some yeah. reason, that's just and it, that's you just have who we are. kept that integrity of it. And I mm -hmm. find it's re that's a, some when you asked mm -hmm. about what's tough. Sometimes that's tough mm -hmm. to say that we need this to be about people mm -hmm. who spend thirty five dollars for mm -hmm. a membership mm -hmm. and um, and come to the programs and and bring their family and friends mm -hmm. at Christmas and. You know, it. We need. It, it's a. It's nationally important piece of property, mm -hmm, yeah. but it's the heart of our community, and we need to respect that at all times. So, um, we. You know, we don't want to get going too fast without always having that input at every level. So you can, 
You can be a luminary, for example, and come to <coughs> little Which I am. You're mm -hmm. a luminary. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, you know, we, we had to slow down a little bit with mm -hmm. all our social activities, mm -hmm. but luminaries are ambassadors for Lighthouse, doing mm -hmm. what you do and saying, you know, this is a great place. You really, you haven't been there. You need to go. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's ways to donate. There's ways to attend Rendezvous, the mm -hmm. Wild and Scenic. We have a lovely family adventure day uh, that's been a huge success mm -hmm. uh, that we've, you know, catered to the times as needed. Yeah. Um, and we're looking forward to a number of other programs. We're getting like really geared up. We have some new staff that mm -hmm. can bring more programming. Uh, and that's going to be our focus for a little while is, is finding gentle ways to include things in your days. So mm -hmm. while great big festivals for, um, you know, families and kids are great, but sometimes it's a lot for a mom with couple of kids and someone's at soccer mm -hmm. and you know but maybe there's just an easy way where you can just kind of slide in and do this thing with your family and yeah. beautiful a experience beach mm -hmm. have a beach chair you know mm -hmm. and um, and slide out so we're, we're kind of trying to balance that out so yeah. there's mm -hmm. more ways to just have access that fits your family needs or your personal needs you know so yeah, um, yeah so it's uh, there's a new pier that's been, I don't know if you've seen I it, seen Jupiter Inlet District um, worked on this wonderful project for shoreline restoration and also living shoreline uh, modeling. So uh, the area along the, the inlet was eroding terribly and actually cutting into um, Native American middens and things. Mm -hmm. So they've come they've come up and and uh, supported with the BLM this wonderful thing so now there's a people pier uh, and That's the people cool. pier is one of my new favorite things ever in <laughs> Jupiter who have to come see this people pier the last time I was there three manatees just swam right oh under my, my feet gosh. Um, wow. and it's made with special um, uh, platforms so that sunlight can go through and and still reach the seagrass, which the manatees are discovering. Awesome. Um, birds That's are there, cool. and people can come and see. Maybe this would be for those who are fortunate mm -hmm. enough to live on water. Maybe this was an alternative mm -hmm. or an addition to having a seawall so that mm -hmm. we can create more habitat. Awesome. So that's a that's a new wonderful thing. There's so come there's see. so many yeah, things happening. Oh my gosh! Well, you know there are. You know we mm -hmm. have people that help garden because we have the little gardening crops with the Tyndall Pioneer exhibit. Uh, from the 1892 uh, building wow. that we brought over and restored. It, wow. it was the oldest house in, in Jupiter before we moved it. Um, and wow. the Loxahatchee Guild women uh, all along, you know, really supported that uh, mm -hmm. particular building. And it's fantastic. We have bananas, we got vegetables, we got pineapples. Um, and we oh. noticed that Kids don't see things growing anymore no, in Florida. Those, those, yeah, those fields so are true. gone. <laughs> the orange trees are gone. So, you know, we have the Seminole Chickee that was uh, built by the chairman of the Seminole tribe, wow. Jim Billy, who entertained us for four days while wow. other people climbed up there and wove 3,000 uh, palmetto fronds into the, into the structure. And we call wow. that a teaching chickee. We totally... Uh, want to respect all the ways of the Seminole tribes of Florida, uh, and uh, we work with them a lot at their wonderful Atataki Museum. Um, and so going forward, you know, there's all these different places. We restored mm -hmm. the Keeper's Workshop. There's a fabulous exhibit there now 
uh, all about keeping a light, but for, for uh, both young people mm -hmm. and the real history buffs. The, that's where the meat of so the. So does someone need a ticket to go see that? So admission just... is, you know, in the gift shop mm -hmm. uh, and they get a ticket and you, you just go, go in the, the gaze. Mm -hmm. um, we're getting back to offering for free our mm -hmm. guided tours. Mm -hmm. We okay. have 80 uh, docents who are volunteers there. That's a wonderful thing to do if you're at all interested in in history and meeting sort of what I call the creme de la creme yeah. of <laughs> Jupiter, all these yeah. wonderful retired It's nice to have someone like that, that, especially for going up the lighthouse who's with you and they give you yeah. all We always history. have yeah. someone at the top yeah. and the bottom to yeah. help you with that. Um, so we're, you know, there, so there's a lot of ways to do mm -hmm. that. So one of the things that's happening right now that people are gonna start to see in the next uh, month or so is that because of the A1A drawbridge construction, mm -hmm. we have to vacate our wonderful museum, which is why I'm hoarse today. We were mm -hmm. very busy with A1 movers oh, yesterday, yeah. taking out um, the big pieces, Spanish cannons and life-saving oh, wow. lockers okay. and things like that and putting it in storage. Um, it's uh, So it's going to be within 10 feet of that museum, uh, which uh, one day will become the Five Flags Museum representing all the military history that takes place on that site. That's mm -hmm. part of our vision. And that when we're in another facility that, you know, can take on the rest of the, the exhibits. But we have to move out of there. So we're Until in the process. Until the bridge of, is done. Yeah. And then back in. They're concerned mm -hmm. that the vibrations of, mm -hmm. you know, it's a so close. And it was built as a temporary building in right, 1942, right. Yeah. you know, yeah. uh, that, uh, you know, has been kept up very well. but. Um, so we're, we will be, you'll start to see us moving into two big modular buildings mm. uh, off to the side where the Coast Guard PX uh, was. So we're, we're, we're getting, we're, yeah, we're getting, it's well, getting very real with the bridge. Yeah. So, uh, mm -hmm. but we need the bridge. So, yeah, um, <laughs> so we'll be, there'll be some signage pointing you into a new place mm -hmm. to buy your ticket. Mm -hmm. um, but nothing else, you know, will change okay. uh, except that the museum exhibits will be set aside for now. But we have the we have the pioneer exhibit. We have the keepers workshop exhibit. Um, we the have the Du Bois House. Can people go you know, in there? We, or not? we are not in charge of the Du Bois. Oh, okay. This okay. is one of the great tragedies of Jupiter. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I love that house. Uh, but the county, is, the, county uh, the is Palm Beach okay. County Parks and Rec. Um, okay. They do have it open a couple of days a week, and mm -hmm. we have a lot of our. Um, uh, furniture, uh, pioneer furniture and stuff, okay. and they're on loan to them. Wow. Uh, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful, can you imagine? And the water came right up to the bottom of that mound, and the stories, the Bessie Du Bois stories, yeah. and the other stories from Which we Lydia. do want to talk to you about that in another, okay. another segment <laughs> about the history. Okay, yeah, w yeah. Women who made history there, but um, one, I think one last question for this is, mm -hmm. what would you tell your 21-year-old self who was looking to maybe, mm. yeah. I see people get asked this question. I never thought of it. And, and, you know, and they're thinking, hmm, you know, I want to do what she does, you know? Like, what, what would you tell them today? That all the pieces of your lives might one day add up mm. to something that is like a jetpack for you. So there are some... You know, we start our kids in eighth grade, like, what's your major going to be in college? And they're like, I, they I have know. a clue. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And then again, into, and then the first thing you go to college orientation, it's like you have to declare your major and you have to go right there. And as soon as you get out, you have to have a job in that. And I always say, take all the electives they'll let you get away with because you have no idea what's yeah. out there in the world when you come out of That's a true. typical high school, right? Yes. Take marine biology, take yeah. anthropology, take philosophy, whatever. Take mm -hmm. all that you can. Find something that puts a deep hook in you and go with that and that might take i mean i ran the sailfish marina i had sea turtle nurseries i did the fishing reports mm -hmm. you know i mean i all these things gave yeah. me you know business acumen you know, research acumen all the, mm -hmm. they added up mm -hmm. so that when i did have a vision i had a passion for it to kind of carry me through so that's that what i would say you're not crazy. You have, I know you have a lot of interest, 21 year old, <laughs> yeah. and that you're not sure, you know, you're on the right track, mm -hmm. but the right track isn't always, and rarely is a straight line. And it's Never. much more interesting yeah. when yes. it isn't. Yes. That's yeah. so true. I awesome. love that. I love that. Explore. Do, yes. do all the things and Explore. then decide. That's yes. a, it's an incredible planet mm -hmm. constantly learning new things that you that they didn't know there's so much to pursue mm -hmm. there's so much to contribute to society that, yes. so the other part of that is how lovely when that coincides with doing something that benefits others in some way mm -hmm. whether it's because they enjoy a mm -hmm. preserved lighthouse mm -hmm. or you know what whatever you can do that adds that dimension i ha i swear it's an enrichment that mm -hmm. is like none other Awesome. And it kind of reminds me, I heard someone say at one point, people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10. Oh, wow. And That's I great. really, I see that I in see what that. you're saying yeah. as far as like, do all the things, explore the different, the different tools and the different experiences. And then one day it will all come together at the right time to make, be well, exactly where you're supposed to in. be. She exactly right there. And yeah, boom. and you've made yeah. such an impact on on <laughs> well, this community, it was on the world. It took a village. I mean, there yeah, were a lot. Did, but you had the vision. And yeah, you, you. And I also have some staff members that have been there for mm -hmm. all these years, mm -hmm. every step of the way, mm -hmm. and volunteers and yeah. board people. You know, it, it's a it's a huge. Mm -hmm. uh, group of people. I always talk about it like an ocean liner, you know. So um, there's a there's a lot of people. I just get to, you know, sometimes talk about it. Um, yeah. But it 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 is it is a, a great. Uh, it's been a great adventure for me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you've done magnificently with yeah. it. So oh, thank you. Kudos yes. to you. Congratulations, thank you. James, you know, to preserving yes, the uh, history of Jupiter. Yeah. Yes, my, thank you. I, I thank you on behalf of my children. Oh my God. <laughs> like, oh, thank you for so doing wonderful. that. <laughs> yeah. You know, in grants, you mentioned grants. Mm -hmm. You know, you write uh, for future generations a lot, but mm -hmm. and you talk about seven generations when you learn more about indigenous cultures, but. Uh, to hear you say specifically about your children, that's very yes, moving. Thank absolutely. you. Awesome. Jamie, absolutely. thank you so yes. much oh, for being here. Oh, this has been a delight. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Hopefully you'll come back. Oh, yes, exactly. Anytime. There's lots of yes. stuff to talk about. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.